What up? And welcome to the Fight Podcast. I am your host, Serge Vicente, and you are listening to the Fight Podcast. This is episode 151, man. Um, rocking these things out for you guys. Uh, yo, today, this is a fun day as always, man. We have my boy Brandon Camille coming on the show. We're going to talk all things boxing. We're going to break down the huge title unification fight this weekend. That's going to be on ESPN with Voistick versus Better BF. That is the WBC champ versus the IBF champ. We'll also be talking about every other huge topic in the sport. What's going on with Canelo Alvarez and his preparation for the upcoming fights. What are the new big fights on the horizon? The Charlo Twins. What's going to happen with that fight coming up? We talk about all of these things and more in this episode of the Fight Podcast, man. Don't forget also the sponsor to the show, Sage Eats Chicago, man. If you have an opportunity, check them out, sageeatschicago.com. That's healthy meals and fitness mentoring. Apply 10%, apply promo code FIGHT for 10% off of your first three months, man. So go ahead, do that. If you want to go ahead and get in shape, you can get in shape right there with Sage Eats. All right, man, without further ado, Enjoy my conversation with my boy, my boxing analyst, Brandon Camille. Oh, bro. What's good, Serge? How you been? Man, doing really well, bro. How's everything going? Everything is everything. We're having some interesting weather here in Boston. Um, <laughs> we're getting a lot of rain, but rain in, in cities outside of Florida doesn't really intimidate me. I don't know if I've said that before in here, but like I, because I've lived in Florida and I've just seen like the wildest thunderstorms last about 17 <laughs> minutes and then just clear up so quickly. Like when people get scared of rain in cities like Boston, I'm just like, eh. but like apparently it was it's been really bad over the last few days. So um, that's about it, though. Outside of that, everything is everything, you know, taking it a day at a time. Really looking forward to the fight tomorrow night. So, yo, coming up. hey, OK, am I tripping? But why are these fights on Friday night? What am I missing? Yeah, that's something that ESPN does with some of their, I guess, lesser known talent. Because well, the is UFC card, the UFC card is also on Friday night and it's a huge card. Mm, I'm not sure. Not sure. Trying to think of dates. I'm not sure. Is, I don't mind there, a Friday night card. I don't either. But is there a um, is it is because it's not NBA tip off. That's on Tuesday. Yeah, and I would think that if they're going to do a UFC and a boxing card, they would do them on two different nights. No, they, they, they're they both on Friday. And because, because the card, yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Why would you split your audience? It makes no sense to me. But with ESPN Plus, and I think people, they, they feel as if people have an opportunity to go back and watch certain things. So it is what it is, I guess, in that capacity. But I don't get it. I guess I got to look it up, see what these are going, what's going on. But no, the fight this weekend should be awesome. I mean, it's always dope when we have multiple belts on the line. So, um, and we've been talking about this division a lot, man. Uh, light heavyweight is is kind of been cracking recently. So uh, we're gonna talk about that. Um, but unfortunately, man, I have to start off with a little bit of a heavy heart today. Um, on two things. Obviously, uh, the young man, Patrick Day, 
he ended up passing away this week after traumatic brain injuries from his um, his fight this this past weekend uh, here in Chicago. Man, it was a uh, it's a sad thing, man. This is the fourth young man to die this year uh, in the ring. So uh, Maximus Davishev was the last one to do so, which is only about a month ago. Um, thoughts, bro? Yeah. Um, this is this a one, one. hits uh, this this hits close to home for me personally. Um, Patrick Day, whether you whether you know or not, he's from a town called Freeport, which is right next to Baldwin. Um, he's just about two years younger than me. We have a ton of mutual friends. Um, so, I mean, you know, he's I'm not far removed from him personally. Yeah, so when crazy. this I, I first heard about Patrick Day about a year ago. Uh, I went to the Danny Jacobs and Sergey Derevchenko fight, and I was with my cousin, who's actually from Freeport. Um, so he sees a guy he knew at the fight. He was like, you know, Pat just Pat just fought, and that was the first time I, I found out about him, and I've okay. you know loosely followed him ever, ever since then. Um, so to hear what happened, you know, I was just devastated, and you know, from all accounts, you know, he was an amazing individual. Just taking a look at some of his last pay- Facebook posts alone, like he was a real good guy. Um, a really sad piece of this story is his trainer. Um, did you hear anything about that? I did not. I'm, okay, I, so I can Pat, only imagine, bro. It, it, it's awful. So his trainer, and his, the trainer's name is, I think it's Joe Higgins. This is just like, my computer does nothing. Yeah. So his trainer's name is Joe Higgins, and he was actually a 9-11 firefighter. Um, he had tons of health problems after 9-11. Not only wow. that, his brother was also a firefighter and lost his life on 9-11. He was, you know, obviously depressed for years after that. And in 2006, just, you know, by happenstance, Patrick just happened to walk into his life. Literally, they were neighbors. He saw him in the garage just hitting on his punching bag. Uh, Higgins had been an amateur boxer himself, you know, and they just walked up, you know, and they just formed a relationship and wow. Higgins became became his trainer and Higgins has cited way prior to any of this as Patrick Day literally saving his life. Oof. And then he had to be in the corner as this happened and you know he's he's taken some of the responsibility for that. It's just a very sad situation. Even the the, the boxer that did it um uh, yeah, I, I, I have Conley. this quote right here. Um my, my also my thoughts and prayers go out to him as well. Um, I actually got this quote pulled up from a man Charles, Charles Conwell. Yep, so Charles Conwell wrote um essentially a letter to uh, Patrick Day and it says, you know, dear Patrick Day, uh, I never meant for this to happen to you. All I ever want to do is win. If I could take it back, I would know I, I would. No one deserves for this to happen to them. I replay that fight over and over again in my head, thinking what what if this never happened and why did it happen to you? I can't stop thinking about it myself. I pray for you. So many times I've shed so many tears because I couldn't even imagine how my family and my friends would feel. Um, He also admitted that he considered quitting the sport. Obviously, something that I think we could all understand. Um, But he kind of went on to say, and just in kind of in closing, um, I see you everywhere I go. And all I hear is wonderful things about you. I, I thought about quitting boxing, but I know that's not what you would want. I know that you were a fighter at heart. So I decided not to, not to, but to fight and win a world title because that's what you would have wanted. And that's what 
I want. So I'll use you as motivation every day and make sure I want. I always leave it all in the ring every single time. I pray for you also. So that's from uh, Charles Conwell. Um, I feel bad for the dude, man. That, that breaks my heart for obviously the family. Um, but I mean, you you never think about the dude who does it. You know, that's in there. I mean, that that has to weigh heavy on your soul, man. That that's really rough. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a sad. There's no good part of this situation. This really is the dark corner of the sport, and it's very difficult to address. You know, what what do you want to do? Are you going to add headgear? Are you going to add larger gloves? Those are things that would take away the pieces of the sport that we actually love. So it's a very dark Thanks. corner of the sport, very difficult to address. And, you know, as we are in a place in society where we're constantly speaking about head trauma, NFL, CTE, things of that sort, combat sports sort of remains untouched because we kind of know what we're getting ourselves into. And it's it, it's simply a dangerous, dangerous sport. And we say that all the times. And. And we sit on this show sometimes and we, you know, we may bash a guy, maybe he quit on his stool. Um, you know, maybe he got knocked out for whatever for whatever reason. But, you know, it's a dangerous that? sport. <laughs> it, ha- it happens all the time. You know, we, we call a guy a scrub because he got knocked out by someone. But I mean, this is a dangerous sport, regardless who, they, you, who like you are. You know, these guys are putting the you can't play boxing. Oh, not not at all. They got, these guys put their li- lives on the line, not only every day, um, every time they get in the ring, but these guys are training, you know, most of the year. They're getting, taking hits to the head constantly. So it's a dangerous game um, that they're playing in there. And it's um, it's very tough to see a guy like Patrick Day lose his life. And, you know, condolences to his entire family, the whole community of, of Freeport, Long Island, uh, his trainer, Joe Higgins. You know, like I said, this uh, really hit close to home. I, uh, yeah, my man, stepfather, rough, literally, my stepfather, once he was like, yeah, I'm going to a vigil at 630 tonight. Like the other day, this is before he passed. So, yeah, it's it's tough. Tough to hear, man. Um, also, unfortunately, keeping on a somber note, uh, congressman and politician and the civil rights hero, um, Elijah Cummings, also passed away this morning. Uh, super big blow. He's somebody and one of the only individuals whom all the way back in 2002 voted against going to war. Um, and um, he's always been on. He's one of the good guys, man. Um, so it's unfortunate. And it's sad that he died at the relatively early age of 68 years old, man. So that happened uh, today also. So, man, it's been some rough. It's been some deaths, man. So uh, everybody keep your head up. Um, it, yeah, it's been a rough one rough couple days man i hate to start the show like this but damn we got to get it out the way sooner than later you know yeah i mean i'd be remiss if we really if we took the time to discuss anything else before um addressing some of the recent um tragedies uh, so let me ask you this man and this is something that and and again it is with the somber note and everything but i think it's really something that i think people have to talk about and you brought up a good question. We were kind of texting. Uh, we were in the group chat uh, not too long ago. But um, in terms of these athletes getting bigger, faster, stronger, and we're starting to see, especially in boxing, there's an uptick in like deaths. And in, 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 I mean, think about it, that's for this year. That's more than I could ever remember in a single year. You know, um, is it? Do people think that it could really be just the fact that we're getting these bigger, faster, stronger athletes? who are just more skilled. So is this just kind of what's happening with the evolution of the sport? 
So I said that to you a bit earlier this week, and I haven't heard many other people say it, but I do believe that human evolution has uh, plays a huge role in what we're seeing. Um, When you think of some a good to a certain extent, there's certain things that you can't measure, like technology, the way people are training, more advanced methods. But when you just look at at the world records, I I ran track back in high school. So now I follow that type of stuff and just look at the world record for something like the 100 meter dash and where it was over 10 seconds, you know, in in the late 1800s and how it's progressed over the year. You keep dropping, you keep dropping. And all of a sudden, maybe back in the 60s, they start to break 10 seconds. Oh, my gosh. No one's ever done that before. You know, right. Then a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys start breaking 10 seconds. And now we continue. We have Usain Bolt, who now runs a nine, who ran a nine, six, nine, you know, who, who would blow those guys out. It's human evolution to a certain point. Absolutely. We are growing. We're, we're getting stronger. We're getting faster. However, uh, I, I don't un, I don't think our ability to. Like our durability is, is our durability getting better? I'm not sure. Right. Because while we're constantly, you know, pushing ourselves to the limit, everybody isn't just taking hits to the head. So the human body isn't going to sustain that over hundreds and thousands of years. Take that mu- that, so, it doesn't take that many pounds of force to put somebody out. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it, it's boxing is worse than a lot than something like it's, MMA. It's, it absolutely because, is because you're strictly focusing on there's only one, two head of the body. That's pretty much all you got. And a lot of times, people don't ever even realize this. In MMA, a lot of people, there isn't as much damage to the face and to the head as there is in boxing. Way more head trauma. Yeah, and, and it's just constant. Yeah. MMA, oftentimes, you know, the jabs that get landed in boxing will probably knock you out uh, in, in a mixed martial, art, mixed martial arts bout. Because you just have no glove. I'm not, I'm not saying you guys are not hitting hard, but I'm saying when you, don't have, when you have a smaller glove on... Those punches are going to hit, hit a lot harder. That you don't see, you know, people get knocked out in boxing as frequently as you see them get knocked out in MMA, just because the size of the gloves and the fact that you can use other parts of your body. But when people get hit, they fall. The match is over. Mm-hmm. They're not taking as much constant punishment over right. the course of not now five right. rounds. That makes about sense. Ten, twelve right. rounds. Yeah, absolutely. No, that that definitely makes sense. Um, it, yeah, it makes a huge difference, man. It does make a huge difference, but. Um, I, I think there's there is something to it though. I mean, we're looking at people in the gym. Look at look at the look at the athletes in every sport. MMA is the exact same way. Bigger, faster, stronger. Boxing is the same way. Bigger, faster, stronger. Um, yeah, we're, I, I don't know what the answer is. It's it truly is something that's unfortunate. But um, again, big big ups, big prayers to uh, all the the families of those four young men that passed this year, man. So uh, yeah, that's that's it's it's just kind of a sad thing. But I think unfortunately, it is kind of collateral damage of the sport. Yeah, and, and that's honestly a, t- a terrible thing to say, but it's, it's the reality of the situation. It is um, what it is, man. Is a... We do, we do in love a violent game. Yeah, but uh, like you said, prayers out um, to Patrick Day's family. A, a true tragedy of the sport. We we definitely lost um, a, a good one. Absolutely, man. Um, all right, look, a little bit more uplifting news. Obviously, this weekend. Um, we have the big um, unification fight with Voizik and uh, Better Biev, man. Two have out fun of with the those four. names, <laughs> man, bro. I, I think I did pretty good, actually. I feel like that kind of came out smooth. 
I think he did a good job. Man, like you see how they try to say they're all their first names. Oh, this is only Arthur Betterbiev and uh, Alexi Voidik. So um, I think uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, somebody. Yo, look, dude, I got it right here. Alexander Vozdik. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, Vozdik is seventeen and no. He is the WBC champion. Uh, Better Biev is the IBF champion, and they're fighting against each other. Unification about this one honestly should be really exciting. Um, both of them have really solid styles that are really made to beat each other. Um, this is going to be interesting. Uh, Better Biev is well. He's fourteen and zero. Fourteen knockouts. Dude is a beast. Uh, I will be honest with you. I got better BF in this one. The reason I'm going with him on this one is that, do you know they fought before in the amateurs? Boy, better be able to put the paws on him. Stopped him put, in a second. Stopped him in a second. Put them thumpers on him. Yo, you do not forget an ass whooping like that. And in the amateurs, I'm going to be honest with you, I thoroughly doubt my man. That was probably one of the first ass whoopings he's ever received in his life. It's cause he will never forget that ass whooping. And when he sees better be and that thick-ass beard and that thick-ass chest hair come in the damn ring, he's going to remember that shit and get thumped once again. I, I definitely got I got a six-round stoppage. Better be of his... He's a monster. He stopped him in the amateurs. He also beat Kovalev in the amateurs. I believe he beat Kovalev twice. Yeah. And um, he, he really, I think, messed up Kovalev's mental um, beating him. He, you know, Kovalev just could not get past this guy. There was one guy that's pretty relevant in the sport right now that did beat Better Beev in the amateurs. Yeah. Any idea who that is? I do not. Who is that? Well, uh, just last weekend, we watched um, Usyk, the, the, the former ah. cruiserweight, uh, um, the former cruise, uh, cruiserweight undisputed champion make his heavyweight debut. Usyk did beat Better Beev in the amateurs. Um, so, yeah, a little bit uh, of history there. None of that matters dude. now. A much bigger guy. Yeah, a much bigger guy. But, you know, he's coming from cruiserweight. You don't know where he was at the time when they right, if they right. fought. Obviously, this this was a long time ago. Um, but I like this matchup. I like the fact that they did not hold these guys back. This is these these That's Eastern great. Europeans that have been coming in. They 10-0. They got two belts already. Yeah. So, I mean, their fight. this fight will be in Philadelphia. It will be on ESPN+. Plus. It's going to be fun. Um, unif- yeah, it's, it's fun. So the two belts that will be unifying... We have Vozdik with the WBC, and we have Better Biev with the IBF. And the light heavyweight division is just run by the Russians. I'm telling you, man. The other two champs, WBO, you got Kovalev, uh, soon to be (laughs) Canelo. Uh, And then after that, we got, obviously, Bebo um, with the WBA. Uh, I'm be honest with you. I think this is great. Okay, let's let's say Better Biev wins. Which one? We can't just assume that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it both. I'm just saying. I'm going for one. Okay. I'm, I'm giving both scenarios. If Better Biev wins, who do you think he should face next? If Better Biev wins, um, I would love to. I mean, just go to a fight Bevo. Like, fight Bevo. Bevo is the name I, I want to see get jumped in there. And also um, Gilberto Ramirez. Ooh. So here's the thing. Okay, so shoe on the other foot. Voizdik wins. Who do you want him to see him fight? Same thing? 
Yeah, same same thing. Okay. Um, and I mean, it and it also depends where Kovalev ends up with his fight. I mean, I think a lot of us are just shooing in Canelo as Canelo's going to go to the body and beat him up. But we're not talking about a guy moving up, you know, you know, one twenty six to one thirty to one thirty five. Canelo moved up a legitimate fifteen pounds. That is a lot of weight, despite what he's bubbled, blown up to before during fight night. So we'll see how it plays out. And you know. Kovalev coming out victorious is not, uh, you know, out of the realm of possibilities here. It, it is not out of the realm of possibilities, but I believe it is highly unlikely. Um, I think he's gonna get that ass whooped too, uh, to to keep it keep it a thousand percent. Uh, but look, man, this fight should be great, and um, I'll be I'll put it like this, man. We're getting a step closer to have another, you know, unified champion boxing. I don't know how else to say it. I think I've been saying it every day for the last, you know, every episode for the last like <laughs> 10 or 20 episodes. But um, it's nuts, man. Boxing is at such a good place right now. Every weight class, there's like a top five to six people that you actually want to watch. Yeah, there's uh, and, and the light heavyweight division is no exception. Of course, we have the four oh, champions indeed. we just mentioned, but Gilberto Ramirez who who moved up. Then you have eh, Gene Pascal, but you also have Joshua Boatsy, who's an up and coming prospect, who's probably ranked a bit too high for the moment, but he's up there. Now you have Canelo Canelo Alvarez. I mean, this is a nice division with, with plenty of names in it. We're gonna have a lot of fun here. So we'll uh, con- and, you know, still guys like Badu Jack as well. I, I almost Absolutely. forgot about him and Marcus Brown. Well, hey, what, Anthony Yard. Hey, absolutely, man. I mean, that's a lot of guys, man, that yeah, we actually a, want to see. This is a stacked weight class. Yeah. I mean, dude, but, there's such good fights coming up, man. Um, I, I can't wait to see how it kind of plays out over the next about year and a half. But uh, this one's going to be really, really solid. And, hey, real quick, man, salute, man, to Donna Stevenson. Um, I don't know if you saw it, man, but he's uh, on somebody's Instagram. Um, he's walking around, hitting the bag again, uh, recovering and whatnot. So good for him. Um, I'm glad he seems to be recovering relatively well. Yeah, and Adonis Stevenson is one of the exceptions. When these type of thing things happen in boxing, we usually see the same type of injury um, pretty much over and over take a lot of hits to the head, the brains end, end up swelling, they do a surgery, these guys go into a coma, and it goes one or two ways. Adonis Stevenson is one of the lucky ones, and yeah. it's good to see him in recovery. Absolutely, man. So, a salute to him, man. But um, all in all, man, it's pretty quiet week in the world of boxing, man. Um, anything in particular you want to jump into? Uh, I mean, next week we do have some fights on the horizon. I believe we have, uh, our, you know, our boy Shakur Stevenson. He is going to be fighting. Who, who's the the guy he's fighting? It's uh, uh I'll tell you right now. Uh, Joe Joel Joette Gonzalez. Ooh, that sounds right. Hold up. Yes, Joette Gonzalez. Cool. Yep. So we have Joe Gonzalez. Um, we have also Erickson Lubin fighting next weekend, Robert Easter. So we have some cool fights on the horizon. But, I mean, after we get here, we're just two weeks out from two weeks out from uh, Canelo versus Kovalev. And that's a wait. super fight in, in itself. And then the, the same month, we get Wilder Ortiz. A couple weeks later, we get Joshua Ruiz. Wow, we finish in Q4 strong. 
strong, man. Yo, it's going to be nice. And like I said, man, it, it just can, keeps on building up and building up. Um, yo, did you see that um, Round by Round Boxing dropped their latest uh, poll of their pound for pound right now? No, I did not. All right. So this is their top three. Let, do you, I just want to know if you think they got it right. Number one. All right, let's start with three. Number three, Canelo Alvarez. Number two, Terrence Crawford. And number one, Vasily Nomachenko. Did they get it right? Pound for pound rankings are difficult, so it's hard to say that they got it right. But guess what? They won't get an argument from me. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody has Terrence Crawford really high on their pound for pound list. And I understand it. He's dope. I'm dropping him down in my list. And the reason I'm dropping him down is because at the end of the day, he's not fighting anybody. And I can't have him up at at this my number two if I got other dudes that are fighting consistently. When I haven't seen, like, yes, you're amazing when you fight those. I want to see him tested in this weight class. If we want to see him tested, we throw him in with Sean Crawford, uh, Sean Porter. Yeah, because he's about to fight some scrub named the Mean Machine. Um, yeah, I mean, come that's on, just a, a, circ- a circumstance of him being with top rank, which... And, and yeah, again, he, he, I don't... And, 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 you talk about hard names, you talk about Ed, Ed, Edulis Kovalovskis. Bro, I, man, yo, these Eastern Europeans are coming in, and look, I appreciate it, I enjoy their fighting style, but good God, I'm really trying my best to say these names and not sound like an ass, but it, it, it is what it is, man. This I got to hear one of, one of them say it to me. They got to say it first, man. Oh, but on this card, which is uh, on December 14th, it still should be a pretty good card. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Terrence Crawford fighting some guy. But also on that card, you have Teofimo Lopez and Richard Comey. That is going to be December 14th. I cannot wait for that fight. Right. I mean, that's first of all, that... The the fact that Terrence Crawford is headlining that card is almost a disservice to us because we know what's going to happen in that fight. The real fight we want to see is the Comey versus Lopez. That is is the people's main event right there. And it would be be disrespectful to Terrence Crawford, so I get it. However, I mean, if you really want to... I'm tired of watching Terrence Crawford fight these bums. What what I'm saying is if you really want to push these guys, put them on the main event because we know what Crawford is going to do. Absolutely. We do know what Crawford's going to do. He's the money man. We get it, especially for uh, top rank. But at the end of the day, top rank, do better with this guy. I give top rank credit in terms of Lomachenko. Loma's going out there. He's fighting the best of the best, the best that he has available to him. And he has an opportunity. He goes out there and he dispatches them. Um, I think we've all figured out what Lomachenko's chink in his armor is. And that is if he gets gets pretty much length and size. He gets to a point in time where people get too big for him and he's not going to be able to perform. I think we all understand that. But between 145 pounds or 140 pounds and 135 or 130 pounds, yo, he's going to eat. And I'm happy with that. Um, Terrence Crawford has so many people in his realm, and they're not making that fight. It drives me crazy. It does. I can't, I can't stand it. 
And that's why I can't I can't continue to put him up at my number two. I can't. He's out. He still gets credit for being undisputed. There hasn't been that many undisputed champions, and he's one, moved up to 147. He's continued to look impressive. He I, he has done, in terms, he got that number two ranking based on the eye test, and you usually want to, from my perspective, reserve that top three for guys who have actually been in there with that type, with that level of competition. Yo, and, and we that's don't. Why you we both at, agree that Crawford hasn't. Exactly, and that's why, man. I gotta look at dudes, for instance, like Canelo, man. Like at the end of the day, more and more I think about it. Think about that resume. Who else has a resume like Canelo Alvarez? Nobody. Nobody in boxing. Yeah, he's, but he, he Canelo has, is. He's my number Canelo's two. Canelo's a cash cow in boxing as well. He is, but he's my number two pound for pound. I, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, you won't get an argument from me. Yeah, he's my number two pound for pound. I I I can't continue putting Terence Crawford there. I can't put Terence Crawford over. Thank goodness he's still alive. Errol Spence. I can't. Eric Spence is a savage. He has not broken any bones. He didn't break any bones. And, and he let us all know about it. I didn't break no bones. I'm back in the gym tomorrow. I'll see y'all later. He said, I didn't break any bones. I am a savage. Yo. That is that is really some some savage shit to say a week after you just flipped your Porsche, tossed out, no, Ferrari. came out of it, and just, Ferrari. you know, take a DUI charge, like a take a DWI like charge a like it's nothing. Keep moving. Keep I got cash moving. for that. He's like, how much is it? Wait, I got that in my sock. Hold on. Chucked it at him. Bruh, dude is a savage. Um, but, I, again, he, in my opinion, is is better than... Uh, he's ahead of Terrence Crawford in the pound for pound also. He's so, again, I keep... He keeps dropping for me, man. I can't have... You, know, you can't drop him out of the top five. No, no, he's in my top five. But you're not my top three. You might be five. Because you're not... He hasn't showed me anything. And, again... I'm looking at resumes. When I put these resumes together and you still aren't fighting anybody when people are there, and I know it's not all his fault. He's a fighter. He'd fight these people. But if he's not fighting the best of the best and the best of the best are, bro, every the last five people that Errol Spence has fought and beaten are far better than the last five people Terrence Crawford has. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last two two alone was Sean Porter and Mikey Garcia, though. Mike Garcia was moving up. I mean, doesn't matter. You know, no, I'm saying it, it doesn't matter. But the names, they're bigger. They're more skilled fighters uh, for the level that Errol Spence is fighting at. And Terrence Crawford isn't fighting fighters appropriate for the level of fighter, exactly. uh, the level of fighter he is. And as a fan, Sergio, I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it, man. Stop dicking us. And, and, and I'm tired of seeing it, and that's why it's so difficult for me to get behind Terrence Crawford. But I think Terrence Crawford, is a, he's, um, he's frustrated as well. So this isn't just us as well, fans. I well, believe he's he truly frustrated. To, he needs to cut ties with Bob Arum. He needs to come over to the dark side, and we all know where the dark side lies, and that's with Uncle Al, and he needs to go to Uncle Al and get these fights cracking i'm tired of the bullshit with this dude i do not care who he's fighting this guy with his last name that i can't fucking pronounce i don't you can't care pronounce his first fight. name either don't care i'm done with that. i don't even want to see that fight i'm going to tune in to watch the people's main event and the people's main event is richard comey versus motherfucking tio fimo lopez are you saying that you won't be watching the terrence crawford fight yeah you know what i'm gonna keep it a thousand percent i might not because at the end of the day, 
I'm going to look at that fight. I'll probably watch the first three rounds and be like, eh, that was fun. And guess what? After three rounds, it'll probably be over anyways. So, hey. Yeah, three rounds. I was like, three rounds is generous. He might get him out of there in one. Uh, dude, it's a waste of my fucking time. It is a waste of our time, but I'm in no position to be missing Terrence Crawford fights. I still love to see the man fight. He is still one of the top boxers out there. We just want to see him in there against better competition. And right now, he's literally just frozen he's out. He needs doing, to go, go, go. He and his team are doing the fans a disservice. How are you supposed to? No one gives a fuck about. So when he goes out there and he talks trash about Errol Spence and he says he's the best in the world, bro, I hear you. I don't care because I haven't seen you fight anybody who matters. When you fight dudes out there who look like midgets, they look like, I don't know what the technical term is. They look like little people and they're little and you can tell they tiny people and you're beating them up. I don't care. Who are you talking about? All of his opponents. They look like they're little, like five three dudes. Yeah, I mean, any any way you spin it, I mean, it, I don't think it's it's on him. I mean, he wants the fights. I don't. I and I don't believe he's you know BSing when he says that. But I think I know that he wants the Alex, fights. But I'm talking about his team. I think his team is is top rank, and I believe Bob Aaron wants to make the fights, but I think Al is going to make it very difficult to make those fights financially. Um, And that's where... that's where some of this starts to come into play. I, I think Al is going to make it very difficult because Al is all about getting his fighters paid. Terrence Crawford is not his fighter, so, well, he's going to have to take that L. Oh, my God. And if Crawford is willing to take that L... <laughs> hey, hey, wait, real quick. I'm sorry. My mind was just blown because of your boy, Sergey Kovalev. Did you hear Sergey Kovalev's hot take? No. Oh, oh yes, on the body shot. <laughs> like he he said hey, he doesn't please, know why let, please, everyone. No, wait, please let me read it. Please let me read it. Why do people think I have a problem with body shots? I was never stopped to the body in my career. Pause. We're going to put a button in that. So when I first read that, I had to stop and think for a second. And I'm like, yeah, last time I checked, I think Andre Ward whooped his ass to the body. Okay, back to the thing. The Andre Ward fight was a low blow. It wasn't a body punch. Fam, really? And this goes back, all the way back to what we were talking about with with uh, it was like it was two weeks ago, with the with the cup issue and the low blows, these fucking belts, dude. I'm tired of it. it that that he gives people an excuse to say dumb shit like this. I, I mean, Kolev is Kolev. If if that's what he wants to say, then let him claim that. I mean, even his trainer said that he's weak to the body. Um, okay. When Yard started going to the body, that's when Kovalev started running into some issues in that fight. So, I mean, Kovalev has run into issues to the body, it, except for the fight against Alvarez, which he just got knocked out to the head. But uh, <laughs> outside of that, I mean, 
you know, Kovalev knows himself. He's been doing more strength and conditioning. Maybe he's a bit more prepared for uh, 160-pounders body punches than he was for 175-pounders body punches. We are yet to see. That's why this matchup is so captivating, because we have a guy coming up two weight classes. How is he going to take that power? How is Kovalev going to take Canelo's power? Does Canelo's power carry? I mean, there's so many questions that we have. All will be answered on November 2nd, and I cannot wait. I can't wait, man. Hey, it's going to be good. I can't wait for that fight. And more importantly, I can't wait for the fight that's coming up this weekend. Um, that one's going to be a good one. It's going to be at ESPN. Um, bro, We did, it's, that's, a, that's a good one for the day, man. Uh, anything else you want to say in closing? No, sir. That is all from me. Thank you for having me, pretty usual. Oh, man, absolutely, brother. As always, we appreciate you on the Fight Podcast. Uh, brother, we will see you next time. Oh, I'll see you next week. Yes, sir. All right. Peace out. There we go. There we go. That was my conversation with Brandon Camille, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, As always, again, man, uh, we're brought to you guys each week by Sage Eats. Sage Eats offers 10% off your first three months. Go ahead and check them out. SageEatsChicago.com. Yo, once again, uh, prayers up to the family of Patrick Day. Um, and Elijah Cummings as well. So uh, those are big losses, man. So prayers to them and their families. But all in all, man, look, let's enjoy these fights this weekend. Um, And thank you guys, as always, for listening to the Fight Podcast. I am your host, the Underground King. This is the best combat sport and culture show in the world you are listening to, and that is the Fight Podcast. As always, Much love. Listen to us everywhere. Podcasts are available. That's iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, man. Let your friends, let everybody know. Also, check out the website, Communicate With Me. You can do that www.thefightpodcast.com we've been getting some great reviews from replies from you guys so keep those things coming um and also check us out on all social media platforms at the fight podcast follow me at serge vicente deuces